Hi everybody, welcome to 88MPH where we talk about the craft of screenwriting by reviewing the latest movies and also talking about some classic movies and some screenwriting theory. My name is Yang and today we are going to take a look at Netflix's new original movie The Old Guard. So grab your beverage of choice and let's get into it. The old guard stars Charlize Furin and she plays a character named Andromeda something dysymphy the I <laughs> I don't know I, the the name is a bit hard to pronounce I'm just gonna call her Charlize throughout the uh, throughout this review because it just makes it easier I don't want to butcher these names over and over again. So Charlize leads a group of immortals that have been fighting throughout human history in various battles and wars and their purpose I think is to guard humanity or to help humanity but lately they have become disillusioned with humanity as a whole and have kind of become mercenaries for hire. An ex-CIA agent approaches them and offers them a job to save a group of girls in Sudan who have been kidnapped. The immortals accept this mission but during the mission they realize that they've been set up and they realize that this ex-CIA agent's real purpose is that he's working within pharmaceutical company named Merrick and their goal is to capture the immortals and harvest their body and blood and guts into this wonder drug that will save humanity or at least cure cancer and make a shit ton of money. Because the immortals can't die, they get out of this situation unscathed and they decide to disappear. But just before they can disappear, a new immortal emerges. She is the first one to emerge in 200 years and the group decides to recruit her and get her into the fold. Charlize goes and recruits this new immortal named Nile and brings her into the group and she's obviously you know very conflicted, confused and as a new person who enters the group is a exposition bucket for our characters to fill us in on the backstory and the lore and all that stuff. So now the five of them must decide how they're going to deal with this pharmaceutical company hunting them down. In terms of just her action performance, I think it's a step up from Atomic Blonde, even though Atomic Blonde is a better movie. But I feel like her performance is just more natural, more confident, and it's great to see her. I mean, I love Charlize, so you know, you can't ever go wrong with her, I guess. The style of the action is very much like John Wick with the close quarters martial arts mixed in with wrestling, mixed in with gunplay. But it's nowhere near as good as John Wick because the camera work is just not up to par. It's a bit too shaky, like the shaky cam is a bit too much and it's just kind of jarring and not really enjoyable to watch. The fight choreography is also not as good, which is expected, like let's be serious, like the fight choreography for John Wick is just the highest class, right? So to be not as good as that is understandable. What I did enjoy is how the immortals fight together as a team. Like you would have an enemy show up and one of the immortals would disarm the enemy and throw them backwards and then the enemy would be finished off by another immortal. This teamwork in their fighting style really shows that they've been working together for a long time, thousands of years or at least hundreds of years. And this type of fighting style helps with their character and I really enjoyed that. I was worried that the fact that these immortals can't die will really diminish the stakes of the story. 
but I was pleasantly surprised to see that they found a clever fix for this problem. And the fix is interesting and I think works well overall and I really appreciate that they found a way to solve the stakes problem. Now the problem with the old guard, it's in its central dramatic question. Now I want you to think about this concept. This concept that these immortals or these group of characters can't die. So what would be the central dramatic question, like the natural central dramatic question? This is something that's very important in your own scripts, like when you're writing or you're outlining or you're thinking about your movie, like you should think about the central dramatic question. The central dramatic question doesn't necessarily have to do with what happens in the plot. It's more like what is the question that you want to ask the audience or what you want to challenge the audience with this story. Like what is the purpose of this story? So for this movie, the natural question is, is the immortal's existence good or bad? Like what is their purpose? Do they help humanity or are they harmful for humanity? This question is not clearly asked in the movie. Like the movie skirts around this question. There's this one scene where Nile, the new immortal, asks one of the older immortals like if they're bad guys or good guys. And then the old immortal laughs and says, oh, it depends on the century. Like this in the movie was just like a throwaway line for comic relief. But this question for me is the central dramatic question. And this idea is reinforced when this ex-CIA agent presents the audience with this research that he's done where he has discovered that there is a ripple effect from good deeds through generations he has traced Charlie's good deeds from like hundreds of years ago when she saved someone and that had a ripple effect through generations. But the immortals are unable to see the good that they have been doing because they're in the thick of things and they can't see the forest through the trees as it were. This is definitely the central dramatic question that this movie is trying to ask but the problem is is that it just doesn't ask it. Instead, it focuses on the most superficial concept of this movie, which is the fact that these immortals live forever. Merrick, the antagonist, wants to harvest their bodies to create a drug and he merely wants to do this because of money. I'm not saying that the harvesting bodies and blood and creating a drug is not good or can't be done, but Merrick's motivation needs to come from the opposition to the central dramatic question. So I want you to think about the central dramatic question as an argument between two sides, the protagonist and the antagonist. So if the central dramatic question is, is the immortals good or bad for humanity? Then the antagonist, Merrick, needs to take up the negative side. Like he must have done some research and realized that the immortals have fought on the wrong side of history multiple times, which have led to thousands, if not tens of thousands of deaths. Like this idea is actually in the movie. Like Charlize and you know other people have questioned their existence, have questioned their purpose. It's implied that they have made wrong decisions throughout history, that they have fought on the wrong side of history. So how do these poor decisions or wrong decisions affect the psyche of these immortals? Especially Charlize, like being the leader of these immortals, like how does it affect her that she has made wrong decisions throughout history? 
Does it make her question her leadership? Does it make her question her existence? Does it make her question her purpose? Like these are all dramatic questions that should be asked of the character, and the antagonist should challenge the character on these questions. But it just doesn't happen. Like these questions are not asked. Merrick does not represent the opposition to this idea. And because it's not in there, the whole movie doesn't have any sort of gravity. Doesn't have any sort of bigger purpose or message or theme. Instead, the whole thing is just like a fluff piece. This goofy action movie, which is characterized by the fact that Merrick, as an antagonist, is just super goofy. Like he's just such a cartoony character. It's just really frustrating because all the elements are in the movie, like. They ask the questions multiple times. They just don't go into it. And like, come on, the movie is called the Old Guard, and I don't even know by the end what they're guarding. Like, are they guarding humanity or justice or human souls? Like, or what? Like, I don't know what the, they're guarding, and that's the problem with the concept. Because the central dramatic question is not asked, the whole point of this movie is not there. It's just pointless. Another oversight of this movie is that the lore of these characters are not explained or not elaborated on. Like Charlize has this badass battle axe. Like she uses this badass battle axe with her gun, and I was like, wow, this is so cool. But I'm interested in knowing why she chooses a Battle axe. This was a great opportunity to use props and fighting style to characterize a character. Going back to John Wick in the first John Wick movie and the second John Wick movie, we see that he uses a lot of wrestling in his fighting style. Like they don't talk about it. They don't. Touch on it, where they don't explain it, but it's an interesting choice. It's not until the third movie when you learn that oh, actually John Wick was trained in like the Belarusian black mob, and their specialty is wrestling. This type of characterization is great because you get to use the action, which is in your plot, to characterize, and this is a sign of high-level writing, guys. So when you're thinking about ways to characterize your characters, give them backstory, give them added depth, think about how you can use action. Think about how you can use props. Think about the clothes that they're wearing. It all helps to add texture, add history to your characters. So coming back to the old guard, the problem is not only with Charlize's character; it's all the immortals. Like they're all the same. None of these immortals use special weapons. None of them have special fighting styles. They're just all generic cookie cutter immortals. Like they have different roles within their group, but none of them are unique. And come on, there's only like four or five if you count the new one. This was such a great opportunity to make each of them different, to use each individual to add to the lore, the history of the immortals, like this world that is so fascinating. But they don't do it; they just make all of them the same, and it's just super disappointing. This movie is an adaptation of a pretty well-renowned、uh, comic book, so I'd be interested to know. How the comic book deals with these characters? If these characters are more unique, have more special traits in the comic books, and if it was just lost during the adaptation. 
if any of you guys know, please leave me a comment. I'd be super interested in seeing how the comic book deals with these characters. Overall, I would say that the old guard is disappointing. Charlize is great as she usually is, but the action overall is just not the best in terms of an action movie. The antagonist is just super corny, super cartoony, and just de-escalates a lot of the tension that the concept is trying to bring. But that's really just because the whole central dramatic question is not properly asked and it just causes the whole movie to become this like generic action piece. Alright guys, so that's my review of The Old Guard and some tips on how to ask the right central dramatic question and how to construct your plot around that question. I hope you guys liked this episode and if you did, please give me a 5 star rating on iTunes. I would really much appreciate it and I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.